right here, James Stevenson. What's up? What up, dude? How are you, man? I'm doing really well. I'm doing awesome. I uh, appreciate you coming in, man. First of all, we were talking about it a little jokingly on the way in, but like, you're the man of every gym around here, kind of like Miguel. Miguel does that yeah. too. He trains everywhere. Like, where's your home base? My home base is Culver's. That's my home base with Monix and Jeremy. But I go to Indio for Definitely Ground. Um, I actually met Danilo because I went there for training actually for work. Did privates with him. Then hit up Kama for, you know, getting my striking good. And then I just had the itch to fight. Just being a competitor, like, my whole life. So I hit up Molnix. I was like, yo, I'm ready to go. He's like, all right, start coming to Culver's. And then here we are, you know. Dude, we're we're super happy to have you. Did you know us through Jason? Because Jason fought for us back at Bit B. What was that? Twelve, fourteen. It was one one of the two. Yeah, yeah. Were you there? No, I had to work, but I streamed it. Okay, that's yeah. good. At least, at least you streamed it. We'll we'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have been there. Even the last one I tried to go to, but I had to I had to work. Ah, but. it's it's all good, man. We got you in there now, and I gotta say, like, I'm really impressed by a how excited you've been to fight like it's very obvious that you're hyped for this like there's a lot of indicators that we look for of like how fast people do their paperwork do they post their poster when we send it to them like are they excited are they trying to get people to buy tickets like you're doing all those things it's pretty clear and i've noticed like we always notice the comments and the shares and stuff like people are excited for you which is cool well the funny part is like people thought i was kidding (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah aaron's like yeah you're not fighting then like the poster dropped Mm -hmm. and like phone's blowing up we want to come we want to come i'm like i gotta see if i can get more tickets if not you have to get them online but yeah everyone thought it was just a joke that was, was like, funny yeah i was like no nah, i'm not joking I'm like <laughs> i'll be in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah you actually hit me up for another ticket consignment form so that, that was pretty cool man i'm glad that people are coming out to right. support you in your debut um you said you were a competitor your whole life so obviously i gotta start there did you wrestle in high school what's the background wrestled and I didn't wrestle in high school, just like as a kid for like two years. Uh, football, baseball, those two ba- basically took over through my whole career, through the sports and everything. I wish I would have stayed wrestling. Mm-hmm. but Especially you know. now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I first went to like Danilo, he's like, was you a wrestler? I was like, eh, two years, you know, nothing crazy. He's like, well, you definitely have a base of a wrestler. Nice. So I definitely say that's... That's a good, like, my strong point is, like, you know, just being shorter, too. Mm-hmm. So just having a good base there definitely helps. Nice. Yeah, you're, you're. I wouldn't say even short for 155, honestly. How You're, like, 5'6", maybe, 5'7". Yeah. Yeah, but super, you know, I, I'll i say I, I Facebook, Instagram creep you a little. You're, <laughs> you're jacked, dude. Like, you're shredded. You definitely look like you're ready yeah. to roll. You're in shape. Are you, like, big into fitness in general, or is that just from staying active? Uh, definitely in the fitness. Um, I was actually heavier, man. I was like one. When I first signed for the fight, I was probably one seventy three. Okay, that's not bad though for a for yeah. a cut to fifty five. That's pretty normal, I think. Yeah, then I'd say now I'm. I might not have to cut any weight. So it's 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 going pretty good. That's like Jason. For Jason's fight, I think he was actually underweight. He was yeah. like drinking before weigh-ins and right. stuff. Yeah, like, me, we talked about it yesterday. He's like, the dude said I should have left my clothes on to make it look good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he I think he weighed like 175 for a 185 fight or something. It was yeah. it was 
pretty crazy, honestly, how far under he was. He's clearly a 170 in the future. He's at, he's actually fighting, I think, tomorrow. So shout out to him. He's doing a Muay Thai uh, kickboxing match in South Carolina. So Nice. We've been training for that, and sparring with him is, whew. The stuff he throws at me, I'm like, damn, man, like, this is some heat, but just makes me better, you know? For sure. So, yeah, he impressed the hell out of me, man, in that fight against Ken Burrs, which if somebody just watched the fight, that's going to be, like, a surprising thing to hear because Ken did, you know, pretty decidedly win that fight right. through his wrestling, but that was just it. It was his wrestling, which Ken Burrs is going to have a wrestling advantage over pretty much oh, any yeah. amateur middleweight He's a big in the area. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a beast. And he has a huge fight against James Lido on this card, too, that I'm, I'm hyped freaking that. stoked for that fight, dude. That's going to be insane. But Jason's striking in particular impressed me a lot. And just yeah. his fluidity, fluidity, like, you can tell guys who look comfortable in there, and mm -hmm. especially a debut, it was surprising how comfortable he looked to me. That was impressive. Yeah, that I definitely noticed that watching it. Like, he on his feet, he looked, yeah. he looked smooth. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited to get him back in there. Like, I hope this fight goes well. Is he... Uh, He's working with that. Is it devotion kickboxing now too down there? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's actually huge for our city. So they have some big things coming. So you'll be seeing that getting posted soon. So. Yeah. Well, well, let's dig in there because you're from Connellsville, which is interesting. You know, not not the biggest city in the no, world, no. but also not far at all from Pittsburgh. So right. I, I was telling you on the way in, like I got family in McClellan Town. Shout out my family. What's up, family? <laughs> and and Uniontown area. So I kind of grew up. Not, I didn't grow up there. Like, I didn't go to high school there or anything, but we were constantly visiting them, and I've always been around that area and stuff. So, this is like you said, it's big for Connellsville to have a, a kickboxing club. Yeah. Obviously, Culver's there, all Americans right in Uniontown. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on in that area now. Yeah, I would say, I don't know, the biggest thing is just getting people to actually come. You know, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. like people hit me up, like, oh, I'm coming to Culver's. I'm like, I'm not going to hold my breath, man. Like, you know where we're at. Yeah, so just, yeah, yeah. Just come on down. Like, we're not going to hurt anybody. Sure. I think it's... On purpose, at least. Right. <laughs> like, me and me and Jason talked. Like, I think people are just, like, scared to get exposed or, like, show a weakness. But, like, I'd rather mess up in the gym and then, you know, get in a cage or out in the street than you pay for it. Sure. You know, so... I'd say that's the biggest thing is just getting... Trying to get people. People are lazy too, man. There's that. You know, there's definitely that. As somebody myself who I, yeah. I'm like the most on and off jujitsu practitioner ever. Like I'll always be gung ho about it for like a couple weeks, and then I'll I'll miss a class, then I'll miss another class, and I'll be like, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna go back anytime soon. So I totally get that mentality. So I'm not gonna judge anybody like that. It's like it's a weird right. sport to train because it's so physically grueling. Like it's it's genuinely there's elements of it that are fun to me for sure. Like the learning and everything are fun, but like feeling like especially when you're out of shape like me, like <laughs> feeling like you're gonna die every day. <laughs> right, right. Not right. super fun. So like I understand how somebody could try it and be like, Yeah, I'm not going back or I'm not going at all. Do, do you live around here? Yeah, I live in uh right outside McKeesport. All right. You gotta yeah. come to India, man. Dude, I know. I know, especially being right here by Bridgeville. Like yeah. we're we're five minutes from Indio right here in the studio. Danilo's the dude, man. I love that dude. It's we gotta get him on the pot. The, the fact that he hasn't been in here yet is crazy, first of all. Second of all, he's he's down. We need to just ask him. He yeah. just get to oh, ask him. But he's it's crazy that he's in Pittsburgh. Oh man. my god. Yeah. I I tell everyone, like, be thankful he's here. Like, go to the gym. Like yeah, the yeah. stuff he taught me and like the last couple of months, I was like, damn, man, like you are the real 
Yeah, it's not normal. And he, yeah, it's not. And like, <laughs> I've been to gyms like where they've been like clicky and like they look at you like, man, why is this dude here? Mm-hmm. Man, I went there and like me and him are like, he's one of my good friends now. You guys are bros already. Yeah. Yeah. Like, first day I went there, I was like, man, this dude's like down to earth just like me. I don't feel like I'm not welcomed here. Yeah. It's, def- it's definitely family there. I like that. For sure. I mean, that's what we see from them all the time. I think we, uh, what did I say? I forget what I said. I tagged something. I tagged them in something posted about gym of the year or man, I forget what it was exactly, but Taylor Cahill, shout out Taylor. He's got a big fight coming up for LFA. So uh, good luck for that. Him and Gavin and Jay Manning all got fights on that card. So that's sweet. So I hope they all bring home W's back home. But, uh, Taylor corrected me and was like, we're not, we're not a team. We're a family. It was something along those lines. And I was like, that's interesting because you totally see that with you guys. Like I never really thought of it that way necessarily, but it's pretty obvious that you guys are more than just your average fight team there. Oh yeah. It's definitely family based, but just training there, man. Like there's some bad, bad dudes there. Oh, no doubt. I mean, there's like no, like rolling around. I went there today. Like there's, there's no weak links. Yeah. At all. No. And if they're weak, they won't be weak for long with Danilo right. teaching you. Right. So you've got, you know, like we said, you are primarily out of Culver and, and Connellsville, but you do cross-train at India. you got you, Ken Burrs, we already said. we got Clayton Lee on the card, Hoot Lee, Beast, and Evan DeRucci, also a beast, on the card. So India is going to be very well represented on April 15th for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, those dudes are dogs. <laughs> yeah, I, I watch their fights. Like, yeah, they're, they're bad. Yeah, yeah. What what was your first experience with if if you mostly you know played football baseball that kind of stuff what was your first experience like with MMA? Uh, I would definitely say the well again on the police academy. Okay, they, they make you fight. It's more like a like a hand to hand combatives type deal or oh no man it's like like some bull in the ring type shit. Oh nice like circle up you're like yo you're yo what yeah. nice they yeah. make you do that dude yeah. that's awesome yeah it was. I couldn't believe, like, there was a lot of people there the first time they ever been hit their whole life. Oh, wow. And, like, That's it, a wake-up call, for sure. Kids were getting knocked down. Like, <laughs> like, we have headgear on. You're getting knocked out. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, no. I was like, the one dude's like, it's the first time I ever fought. And I was like, you never fought your brother, sister, friend, nothing? That's nuts. Like, no. I was like, damn. Dude, that's a hell of a profession to f- to pick if you've never been in any kind of physical conflict. To oh, be yeah. like, oh, I'm going to be a state trooper. It showed. <laughs> I, hate to say, I hate to say it, man, but I was just looking around like, damn, I hope you never get in a fight, bro. Dude, so, I mean, this is obviously, I, I hope this doesn't come off as too heavy-handed or anything, but a, a lot of stuff in the media with cops, obviously there's a lot of police brutality, and there's a lot of people on the other side, especially in the jiu-jitsu world, that are like, every cop needs to learn basic jiu-jitsu. Like, that would help so many situations. Right. Are you on that train? <clears throat> like, do you feel that MMA or jiu-jitsu could really help cops? Definitely jujitsu. That's that's why I went to Danilo the first place. Yeah, we started learning that, and like, it would a lot. Like, I'm thankful I went to the state because like the training was a little bit better. Cause I was a local cop before, and that academy was just a joke. Oh, okay, you know, um, you know, Danilo made a good point about that. Like, they they pay us to shoot twice a year, but they won't pay us to go to jujitsu classes. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. But definitely, I think more cops should. Do the jujitsu, but again, man, like in our profession, it's an ego thing. Like I don't need that, you know. We're in America, we got guns and you got stuff on your belt. But I've been in situations like the stuff on your belt doesn't work on certain people. Yeah, and there yeah. you are, putting your hands on them, and you know the fight's on. So I'm all for it. 
Yeah, yeah. But a- absolutely. You'll have those people like, oh, we don't need it. So it's a weird mindset to me, especially as for somebody like you, I just I think you could be a good influence for them, maybe. Like, do you yeah. find yourself talking to other troopers now and being like, guys, like, I've been doing it. Just trust me on this. Like, you guys should go. I try. Yeah, yeah. But recruiting them. Again, I think people are scared. You know, all your. I think their mindsets are like, I'm going to show up and you guys, I'm fresh meat. Mm. But it's. That's like, not it. No, no. No, no. Not at all. Yeah. Like, when I go to India, like, if I have questions from, like, anyone that has, like, a colored belt. Man, they help me like we're best friends. Yeah. Danilo's another one. Yeah. I mean, he'll give you your back. He'll give like his shirt off his back to help you if you mm-hmm. get to. Like explain it, explain what you're doing wrong, but in a nice way. He's not like there to, to like degrade you about it. For sure. I mean, he's seen and done it all, mm-hmm. honestly. And you look at his lineage and his family and everything, it's just absolutely nuts. Like we said, it's crazy that he's here in Pittsburgh. But Wild. that is a perfect example of how jujitsu will work the ego out of you. Mm -hmm. Because if somebody should have an ego about things, it's him, right? Right. Like he's done so much. He could easily be this cocky dude. I'll whoop any of your asses in this room. Like you would, like you really would. (laughs) Yeah, he would. But he's, he's the opposite of that. (laughs) Yeah. So it's really, it's really a perfect example of how the more you learn jujitsu, the more humbling it gets and the better it is for your mental being. I, I always put it this way. Like, I've never met somebody who's into jujitsu who became a worse person because of jujitsu ever. Oh no! Not a single person gets worse through that journey. No, it definitely helped with my mental health too. Yeah, yeah. Like when I'm there, like it's, I'm like free. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's nice. It's good being around everyone. It's happy. Yeah, I don't know if you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast or not, but he he talks a good bit about how he has like intense workouts and stuff, and he right. always talks about how his workouts are his release and his mental health. He's like. I beat myself up so much working out that the normal wor- world doesn't bother me. And that right. that was always how I felt leaving jujitsu too. Like yeah. no matter what else happens today, it's not going to suck more than that. So right. we're good now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I watch a lot of Joe Rogan. Nice. He's, he's funny. He's out there. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's obviously the king of podcasts and he's, he's probably literally the reason we're here doing this right, right, right. now. You know, like he's created this world where everybody needs a podcast and stuff. Yeah, so he, he's, you don't know what you're gonna get in this podcast. That's why I watch it. It's like fighting, then funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's out there. And I love that. I love the conspiracies. I love the little tangents he'll get off. Like, what's your favorite Joe Rogan running joke? Are you an aliens guy? Like, what? Uh, I think the funniest one I watched recently was I forget who the guy from Barstool, and he kept saying Tommy Fury wasn't a fighter. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave Portnoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Joe Rogan just he was roasting him. It, it was funny. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, Jamie, pull up that fight. Yeah, that's a real fucking fighter. If you don't think that's a fighter, then yeah, yeah, yeah. that was great. He's like, you're out of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. But did you watch that fight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I watched. How well? I didn't see it. How was it? Well, my friend Lucas, man, he's a big Jake Paul guy. Okay. Okay. Shout out Lucas. Uh, Yeah. I I just, you know, I feel like. I don't want to say they were rigged. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like those, ter- those first two fights, man. I'm like, uh, Tyron Woodley, man, I'll give you that one. Anderson- yeah, he never really had hands, even at his best right. in MMA. Like, right. yeah, yeah. Anderson Silva, I mean, man, he was, he's the greatest, but he was old at the time. Right. Then he fought a real boxer, and like Tommy Fury just won off his jab, you know. So obviously, I was. Well, yeah. Jake, Jake Paul got knocked down, so I was like, damn, man, he's going to win again. I'm going to have to hear this shit for another, <laughs> only God knows how long. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Fury won. I was letting him have it. 
you know. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome that your buddy is like a legit Jake Paul fan because I, I'll be honest, I I don't know anybody who like actively roots for him. Oh yeah. Like I, I kind of want him to keep winning just because I like watching people lose their mind about yeah. it. But like it's not like I'm invested in Jake Paul or anything. Yeah, I mean Jake Paul I mean shout out to him, man. I mean to market yourself like that, make yes. money the way he is, like that's I give him credit all day. You know, there's he's making more money than UFC guys just doing these like, exhibition yeah. matches. Yeah, dude. I mean for us, you know, we're an MMA promotion, obviously a regional MMA promotion. So we understand how difficult this is to market yourself, to sell fights, to mm -hmm. generate attention. I mean, I have trouble. I, I always reach out to local media to try to get people to cover our fights. Like I want the, excuse me, I want the yeah. Trib there. I want the Post-Gazette there. I want people to care about us, basically, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's tough. It's tough to get people interested in you if you don't have a built-in, like, crazy storyline. So... For Jake Paul to go out there and do what he's done and build this following to where, like, right, dude, he could tweet right now, like, my first follower to bungee jump off a bridge gets tickets. Like, somebody's going to go do it immediately. Right. Like, the power he has over his audience right now is nuts, honestly. Yeah, it's, you know, I can't hate him for that. I mean, right. Like I it's said, impressive. Shout out to him. Yeah. I don't know how it's... I'm interested in this Nate Diaz thing that's floating around, though. Yeah. Oh, is that a rumor right now? Yeah, they're supposed to do an MMA fight, so... Dude, there. I don't ever see Jake actually taking that, but that would be awesome. I, I hope. I mean, he he did wrestle in high school. I guess he was a state champ. Yeah, I, was he, he a state with, champ? He's working with Bo Nickel. Oh, I, mean, I mean, you're selling me on this a little bit. I, I got. I'm gonna watch it. You know? I have because <laughs> Nate Nate doesn't care. You know, he goes. Yeah. Out oh, there dude, and, absolutely. Well, Jake signed with PFL, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I couldn't remember if that was Jake or Logan, but so if they fight, it would be for PFL. Yep. Dude, and then and then Nate can like enter the tournament or something and try to win a million for PFL. Yeah. I like it. Dude. I like it. I'm, I'm here for it. PFL's throwing out wild money to people. Oh, though. I know. Like them, I think who else? One championship. Yeah. Do the yep, same thing. Absolutely. One's pretty neat how they have the like the Muay Thai and the grappling champions as well. I think that's pretty cool how they've created different divisions for different sports and things. And some of them guys have won that kicked. I was <sighs> like, ooh. Man, insane, dude. It's, it's wild. I'm like, yeah. how do you generate that much from kicking? Like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you guys, if anybody listening wants to, if you're watching MMA and you're one of those people who like when the, when the bout hits the ground, you get bored. Like you're <laughs> right, just, you're right. just not interested in wrestling or grappling. Go watch the striking in one championship, like the Muay Thai yeah. fights they have, because they really have some of the best Muay Thai practitioners in the world there. And the striking, when you watch it, they're just so fast. I know, it's so fast. It's like. And yeah. I'm like, Dude, <laughs> yeah. man, I don't want to be in there. <laughs> and, and what's crazy to me is like the the lack of knockouts. I would say like, yeah, it looks so fast and hard, but they just eat it. Like they just trade mm -hmm. the whole fight, and it's so fast and so much. Like their cardio has to be just nuts right. to keep up that pace. Yeah. But like it, it seems like they're just kind of touching each other the whole time. And obviously, there's wicked knockouts too, but it's just kind of rare. Even like when I spar with. Jason and my coach Jeremy, man, they're they're kickers. Mm -hmm. So like like I said, some heat's flying at me. I'm just trying to figure it out. Like yeah, damn. but they're they're good, man. Like I don't think I said it with uh you know Luke when he interviewed me. Like they don't get enough credit. Mm -hmm. I think again because we're a small town. Mm -hmm. But them guys are lethal. Like yeah, dude, they'll put you down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I I could see it with Jason for sure in his debut, even though it didn't go his way and everything. That was. That was a bad matchup for him, and like we said, he was right. he was ten pounds lighter, which doesn't help. 
Is his uncle Jeremy? He's like a friend. He's like a family friend. Okay. Yeah. Was it the in his corner? Yeah. The that, Jack. That was, the Jack dude. That's his uncle Bob. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say I met Bob. Dude, Bad he's dude. huge, bro. That dude is huge. Bad dude. Oh man. my god. Yeah. He's he, he's a boss, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No doubt. You could tell just looking at him. Yeah. He he has a Harley for sure. Does he? I'm not sure. I have to ask Jason. <laughs> he does have a sweet truck, though. I see okay. at the gym. Yeah, that counts. Sick. That counts. Yeah. I have to ask Jason about that. I'm going to assume that he has a bitch in Harley, dude. That If I've ever mm. seen a guy that I'm sure has a bitch in Harley, it's him. Uh-huh. For sure. I'm sure he does. Yeah. I how he fits on the thing, dude. Yeah, that, that's a good point. He would need some kind of custom <laughs> yeah. chopper deal going on. Yeah, he's big. So, who's Jeremy, then? Jeremy's Bob's friend. Uh, I actually grew up. By Jeremy when I was a kid. Nice. We grew up in the same neighborhood. Okay. Little village called Wheeler. Now it's like all run down and shit. But I knew Jeremy growing up. He's a boxer. Just did it all. Okay. Been fighting his whole life. Nice. Another one that's helped me tremendously. Yeah. What's his last name? Gray. Jeremy Gray. Okay. I definitely know that name for sure. He was in Jason's corner. Yeah, that's my bad. Sorry, yeah. Jeremy. Oh, you're good. Yeah, I suck. Dude, I I, I yeah. told you, like, I'll, I'm, I'll forget names once in a while. I always tease Ryan about it. Like, yeah. I, I used to bust Ryan's balls nonstop for forgetting people's names, and now I do. Okay, so that's Jeremy Gray. Yeah. Nice. Sick. That's always good to put a face with a name. So who who's running Devotion? Is his name Jamie? What's, Jamie, Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know his last name. but I had, okay, I'm not going to lie. That was literally just a setup to redeem myself for forgetting <laughs> his name. Like, is his name Jamie, I think? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's, like I said, that's huge. Yeah. yeah. It seems like he's doing good things. It looks like a nice space, and it looks like they're, they've are they got some good stuff going on. Obviously, like you said, Jason's got a fight coming up. A, a Muay Thai? Is it Muay Thai? Yeah, Muay Thai. Yeah, cool. Muay yeah. Thai fight coming up. So it's cool that they're competing and stuff, too. Yeah. It's, like I said, it's good for the community. Yeah. Just trying to get people to come out, it's the biggest thing. For sure. I think when people see, excuse me again. There you go. Beer. Sorry, guys. <laughs> got me burping. Culver Karate School, they they have this image of like a traditional karate dojo. What yeah. What is that place like? Because clearly it's preparing you guys for MMA fights. So, I mean, you have... They used to have everything there. Like okay. jiu-jitsu class. They stopped doing it, though. Um, they have... It's mostly kids karate. Then you have uh, Jeremy that does like Wednesdays and Saturdays. We do <clears throat> MMA, striking, all that stuff. Gotcha. But it's definitely there. Like we've, again, like we don't really advertise it, but like word gets around. We're a small town. Like people yeah, ask yeah, me, for like, sure. what days you down there? And I give them the days. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes we're down there more, you know. So those two days and like my Indio days and Kama, like I've been putting in some work. Like five days a week, you know. Been, That's nuts, man. That's nuts. It. So obviously, I mean, you're taking this super seriously, which like I said, we we notice. And, right. and I just want to say like thanks for First of all, taking it seriously and oh, being passionate you. about like we love seeing guys who are genuinely excited to get going and you can always feel it. And I definitely feel that with you. What made you want to go, you know, five days a week, Indio Academy, like you're spreading your wings, you're getting right. around like you're doing all the things where if somebody was starting, I'd be telling them to do like is right. somebody giving you this advice or is this just you being ambitious? Uh, Being ambitious. Nice. Like I've, I'm the type of person if I'm going to do it like. I'm going to give it 110%. Yeah. And I want the best. Like, show me what I'm doing. That's awesome. I mean, I know, obviously, it costs money, but every penny I spend is worth it. Trust me. Like, the stuff that I've learned, like, you guys are going to see next month. Nice. So, I'm happy about that. Well, 
What do you think about your opponent, Tim Von Biedenfeld? Did you watch his first fight? I'm going to uh, start there because it's... Uh, I'll, I'll say this. Here's how, here's how this fight came together. This will be kind of fun for you, too. Um, a little behind the scenes for people. This is why you watch the podcast. <laughs> Tim Von Biedenfeld fought Colton, Colton Musgrove at December 17th at Bitby 15. And he lost a decision there, but he was so wildly entertaining. And he's from Michigan. He's, he's right. nowhere near Pittsburgh. And he was so wildly entertaining that I told Jim, our matchmaker, I was like, dude, we have to get Timbo Slice back. Like, I don't like <laughs> find a 55 to match me. He's like, I was just talking to this guy from Carlos. So that's how that fight came. I was like, we have to get Timbo Slice back in our cage because yeah. he's so fun. Dude, that fight was so fun. Dude, so game. Did you watch it? And if so, like, what did you think about it? I watched it. I know Colton. Colton's a good dude. Yeah. Scrapper. Nice. Colton's nice. a scrapper. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, I... I watched it. Uh, I kind of watched some film on him too. See what he likes to do. Uh, definitely res- respects there. He's a strong dude. Uh, I could see. I saw his podcast, Luke. I could see the street fighter in him for sure. Like he likes to stand in the pocket. You know? Yeah, yeah. He can eat punches. I seen that shit. His chin was wild, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> his chin was insane. Right? I was like, damn. But uh, I mean, he's definitely a tough guy, but. I just feel like I'm on a different level, man. Nice. So that's cool. I mean, that's what we like to hear for sure. We, I, I know that's going to be a good fight. That's why I was super excited about it. And especially, like I said, as I followed you on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, it honestly, I'm not going to lie. This is funny. It took me a while to realize you were James Stevenson on Instagram and Facebook because your name's not James Stevenson yeah, on Facebook. Yeah. So for a while, I was asking Jim, I'm like, who, like, which guy is James on Facebook? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have liked that for work purposes. I get that. And that's smart. Ultimately, that's really smart. But yeah, it took me a while to be like, oh, shit, that's the guy. (laughs) Like, sweet. Okay, now I got the pieces together. Yeah. But I'm excited for the fight. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's for sure going to be a banger. And like I said, we're excited to get Timbo back in there. But also now, like, you've got me super hyped on YouTube. Like, watching your development, watching how seriously you're taking it, seeing, like I said... Right. All your family and friends who are excited to see you fight. So I know when you walk out, there's going to be a good pop. Oh, yeah. Like you guys are definitely going to be coming out in full force. So I'm excited about all that, man. Would you say with your background, sound like Danilo said he thought you had a wrestling base. Do you feel like you're more of a grappler? Or do you feel like you're pretty well-rounded right now? I'd say now, like I feel good anywhere. Yeah. Wherever it goes, like I feel confident. Nice. You know. Hey, that's a good, for sure, a good outlook to have. Yeah. And like, yeah. I text Jason all the time. I probably got on his nerves. I'm like, man, I'm straight to fight. <laughs> I just want to get in there. Yeah. You know, so our game, we have a good game plan. So I'm ready to, everyone has a game plan until you get hit. I know that. That's it, right? But yeah. I think I can stick to it. Nice. So I think, it, I think it's really fun, man. Like you having your debut. What, what have you thought of the process in general because there's a lot of for people who have never competed like there's a lot of paperwork there's a lot of stuff to take care of right licensing <clears throat> medicals a billion messages from us oh, and everything. Yeah. you've yeah. been very responsive thank you for that you're welcome but like what has the overall experience been like for you on that front i mean with you guys it was easy nice the most difficult I'm clipping thing, that for instagram yeah. you hear that yeah. <laughs> it was honestly easy as ever the only thing that I had to ask for was the blood work. Yeah. That was nice. It. Other than that, like docu sign, shit's easy. Nice. You know. Yeah. So hear that fighters. 
two four seven fighting championships easy to fight for. It was. I was I was kind of worried about that a little bit. Like, oh, this paperwork's gonna suck. And yeah. Then, I was like, Docky's on all this shit. This is <laughs> there you go. It's back. You it's know? back. Yeah, it was easy. Yeah, dude. That's awesome. Well, I'm happy to hear that, obviously. And I just want to point out for anybody watching the podcast and not just listening, if if you've noticed me like glancing over <laughs> here a lot, I'm going to bring attention to this. Our man, Danny Palm, is not here. Hang on. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do that in his honor. <laughs> Danny Palm is not here, so I got the equipment on the table with me, and I'm running the camera cuts and everything. So I'm checking our monitor over here to make sure I got the right camera on the right person. And I think I have messed up once already, and I caught myself. So sorry if I'm like, the camera cuts are erratic. It's because I'm not as good as Danny Palm. But I'm trying. I'm trying. How's it feeling for you, James? It's pretty good. You're doing pretty good. Okay. Multitasking. You got the beer going, that. It's, it's flowing. It's flowing. There's, there's, there's everything going on right now, yeah. man. It's tough. It's tough. But I'm trying. I'm like you. You're multitasking. Indio, Academy, Culver. Do you go to Devotion, too? We never really said I've that. I've never but, okay. been there yet. I should probably check you it out. You plan to? Yeah. Yeah, nice. I, I plan to check it out. But. Right on. They seem like good dudes. I liked Jamie. I liked meeting him at, at the fights for sure. He seems like a good dude. Yeah. He looks like a kickboxer oh, to me. Yeah. Long, lanky, tattooed neck and everything. I'm like, yeah, that's that's a dude that'll mess you up in a in a stand-up fight for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's he's definitely I was kind of stressed about that when I started at first, like being shorter. But once I got confident in what I can do, like it it's like night and day. For sure. Do you find yourself like at Indio, do you get do you get to work with all the other guys that we name that are on the card? Do you uh, pretty much <clears throat> No, I'm have not worked with them. Okay. I'll just go like basic jujitsu class. Got it. Got it. I had, like I said, I had privates with Danilo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rolling with him. My God. It's like praying for mercy. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's laughing at me because I'm trying to muscle and shit. That's he's awesome. Like, he's like, yeah, that's never going to work. Dude. No, he's don't like, even try. He's like, more relaxed, more relaxed. I'm like, I'm trying, man. You're getting around and kill me. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing relaxing yeah. about the amount of pressure you're putting on me right, right now. How am I supposed to relax? So then I figured it out. Like you need to relax and like, you don't get tired. Yeah. So like I, once I started doing that, it was, oh, I could do this. Yeah, dude. It's funny. Like one of the best pieces of advice I ever received for jujitsu was like the first couple classes. Somebody literally reminded me to breathe. Like, yeah. dude, you're not breathing. Like you're holding your breath right now. Cause you're straining. So like you have to keep breathing. Right. It's so weird. It's the weirdest art to me because it's like, so unlike any other physical activity oh, yeah. like you can go run you can go lift weights you can go play basketball football whatever mm-hmm. all that's like kind of natural you do that right there's nothing natural about jujitsu at all no you can go there and like obviously like me i was like man i was like muscle and everything yeah yeah it yeah. doesn't matter what kind of shape you're in yeah exactly like, if you don't know what you're doing like you'll fatigue that's he was he would just like lay on me like you're mm-hmm. tired i'm like yeah like, i mean i'm tired <laughs> but once I figured it out, he's like, stop being so tense. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'll say Danilo definitely is one of those guys. I've, I've talked to him about this. And like when we get him on the podcast, we'll get him talking about it. Because <laughs> to hear him talk about it is way funnier than me to retell. So I'm not going to totally yeah. ruin it. But exactly what you're describing is his favorite thing in the world to do to people. Oh. He's, <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, I, he could not care about a flying triangle. Like a lot of dudes are like, Oh, flying triangle would be so sick. He's like, now my favorite thing is to smother you and make you miserable. (laughs) That's his style. Like we would do privates and he'd be like, you ready to roll? I'm like, damn. (sighs) And like, I'd be going good. Then he just 
It's it's night and day for him, man. Isn't that wild? It's wild to me <laughs> that somebody can be that good at something, like yeah. a, a, an art like that. Where, like you said, strength for strength, like you're obviously a very strong guy, but there's just such a different level when oh you got God. the technique behind it and that much experience. Yeah, yeah it's crazy, dude. Even like when I do strike him at comma. <laughs> I love him too, man. Yeah, yeah. He'd, have, yeah. he'd be cracking me up. That's probably, awesome. That's awesome. Striking with him, like, and I sparred with him. Whew. Yeah, that w- probably wasn't the best decision and ever. Please stop that until after April. <laughs> but it, it, it helped though. Like, he Kama was sparring me and teaching me at the same time. Okay, nice, like, nice. So like, he's a smart sparring partner. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. But man, that dude throws his. It's just like Pistons. Yeah, dude. I'm like, damn. So he's got his boxing debut in Morgantown this weekend. Are you going to that? I can't. Oh. But I will be streaming it. Okay, right on. Nice. Yeah. It's not for us. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's some there's some uh, big names on there though. Kama, Ethan Kenny. I went to high school with him. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay. You went to high school with Ethan Kenny. He made Frem, played football with him. Yeah. Well, so, Frem's not on there, but yeah. he's in the UFC. Ethan Hayes is Ethan Hayes is on it. Do you know him? Uh, I seen him in All American once or yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's shout, sick. shout out to Frem too. Dude, Fremd, that fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Because so many people thought he was getting thrown to the wolves and like just being used right. as fodder for this up and comer, undefeated guy. And dude, I had, some, I had faith. Him. You want me some money too, Fremd? Thank you. Dude, did you see his tweet about that? Are you on Twitter? Yeah, I'll send him some money. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, that's funny because Fremd, yeah. for anybody who didn't see it, Josh Fremd literally tweeted like, if you're tweeting me saying that I won you money, you better at least be sending me some of that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely that that dude he fought was like really hyped up. He's good. And I was man. like, I know Frem can fight. Like, yeah. Just I, I was telling my I think I told Jason this. And I was like, if he just goes out there and be does what Josh does, he'll win. And that's yeah. what he did. That's exactly what he did. He imposed his will. He won like Josh Frem should win. Yeah. And to take nothing away from his opponent, like everything everybody was saying about him was legit. He oh, yeah. he's a super prospect. He he knocked out Dewitt Dixon, which is what initially put him on our radar because Dewitt won our amateur middleweight title from he beat Cole Masick and Cole's okay. Cole's really oh, good. That, is that the the big dude? The jacked, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was so jacked. And so we've you know obviously started right. following his career and obviously kept trying to get him to fight for us and stuff. Just didn't work out for various reasons. Right. Still open in the future, by the way, Dewitt. We still love you. <laughs> But yeah, Dumas knocked him out like pretty badly. He had a nice head kick. I mean, it was like picture perfect head kick. So after that happened, I was like, oh my god, that guy's legit. And then he subbed the dude on Contender Series, and then I was like, oh man, right. this guy's the future. And then when I saw Fremson, I was like, come on, man, yeah. like get how? Why are you sending that guy to Josh? Yeah. But then, like you said, Josh just handled business, dude. When he and Josh cracked him that first time, I'm like, he's winning this fight. Oh yeah, yeah, that's all the confidence he needed. Yep. Then on the ground, like. Looks like John Jones, same thing. It it really was, yeah. dude. It really was. I think it's hilarious. My favorite part of this, which I texted Fremd about, we were <laughs> laughing about it, was like Fremd broke that dude after the fight. Like, oh yeah. Did you see the tweets afterwards? He's like, "Don't. I hope you don't think you actually beat me. I'm yeah. getting that rematch." It's like, bro, the fight's way over. You submitted him. It's done. Just let it go and and improve from this. I saw some crazy shit on Twitter. Maybe I can find it. But uh, yeah, there was girls like tweeting about him, like thanking Josh for being a woman beater i was like oh shit what yeah i was on twitter what i didn't see any of that yeah, i was like looking i was like oh man that's that's not a good look but 
that's dude that's the one like in mma in any walk of life let's be honest but but especially in the mma world like once people once that's on your record Mm -hmm. you're you're never gonna forget even like look at john jones there's so many people saying that with john jones too i mean it that's just an ugly smear for anybody in any walk of life but it does feel like fighting and twitter is a particularly right nasty place to be yeah i mean i'm glad josh won because like where we come from is like it's small town but people still hate on you Mm -hmm. you know if you're successful someone's gonna hate it's so weird that's why i was really rooting for him because like if he lost like people would have thought like oh he wasn't good enough for For sure see this this and that like you don't have the balls like step in that cage dude let him know and train (laughs) we i was gonna say we just talked about how so many people think they want to train but don't even show up for training like that's I, i was literally just having this conversation with somebody that like one of the things that bothers me, even though it shouldn't, because I need to just let these things go, but when people talk shit on fighters or like exactly what you're saying, like root against a local guy, right. stuff like that, like they want you to feel, fail, that negative energy in fighting in particular is so preposterous because I, I've, I'm guilty of like on Sundays when somebody drops a pass, I'm be like, <laughs> how could you drop that pass, dude? You suck. Like, how could you do that? Right. They're making millions and millions of dollars to go out there on Sunday and play football. That's these, different. A lot of these guys are like you, like literally an amateur fighter. Yeah. You're you're going to only make whatever ticket consignment money you make. Like we can't pay you legally. Right, right. So you're not going to get paid. You're doing this literally because you love it and because you're going after it and you have a dream. And yeah. you're training five days a week because you have a dream. So like when people root against that, it, it does. It bothers me. And all the way up to friend, it's like, why would you not rally behind this guy who is literally putting a city on his back? And right. by the way, he's very proud of where he's from and oh, he yeah. wants to represent greater Pittsburgh. Like root for that guy, man. We were, what are you thinking? We were in high school. People laughed at him. I'm like, laughed at him yeah. for wanting to do that. When they found out, like I remember from first sort of training, like people just doubters, man. Like, yeah. He don't yeah. have it. This, this and that. Like, even with my fight, like, I know there's people who doubt me, so more motivation. I was going to say, is that just pure fuel for you then? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Like, I think about that. Like, I'll be, you know, hitting pads with comment. I just think, like, man, I can't wait. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. I, I I think it's funny. I wanted to touch on something you said about sparring comma. He is, like, he's locally famous with guys that I've talked to who have also trained with him and sparred with him for just being one of the most frustrating and difficult guys ever to strike against. Like oh, his, yeah. his length and range is really weird. His timing's really weird. The variety of strikes he throws is really weird. Yeah, it was, man, definitely the, like I was throwing shit at him. He's just, you know, <laughs> the, damn, but like, he's like, it's twi- the twitches were yep. hitting me. Yep. Like he would, he threw a jab and like hit me in the body. I was like, damn. How did that get there? Yeah. I don't understand. But yeah. while he's doing it, they're like, he's teaching you. Yeah, you know that's awesome. He's another down to earth guy. Like, <laughs> I mean, him and Danilo, like, I don't. They're so much talent down here. Crazy man. Like, I talk about like you gotta take advantage of this. Like, they're not always not gonna be here. Yeah, dude. And then we, I mean, we can take it all around the city. You could go to Stout with what Wilkins yeah. and Will Morrill are doing, and Warren Stout there, and then obviously the Map Factory with yeah, Isaac and Dempsey. Isaac like that doesn't yeah. even. The amount, like you're saying, the amount of talent that's in Pittsburgh is just right now. It's preposterous. Right. And you mentioned Colton and his gym is doing great yeah. things too. Auto like and them, uh, yeah. Auto and them, yeah, I, for I went sure. there a couple of times. Auto's a good dude. 
I love him. Dude, I love those guys so much. And to almost like... Glenn's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you talk him out of drinking 800 bangs a day? Were you part of that? No, but I went to boxing class there and he's like, I'm done. I'm like, all right. I was like, well, you, I was like, I'll give it a couple of days. So Saturday we went on a run and sparred. And I look in his bag. There's two cases of bang. Wait. Like, <sighs> here relapsing Glenn, on me. Like, Glenn, right into <laughs> a relapse. Glenn. Dude, this is me talking to you as a friend, Glenn, not as a promoter, not as anything. You got to, like, one bang a day. Well, I'll give you one. But yeah. the four, the six, whatever right. whatever number he said on the podcast, it was some number that should definitely kill you. I think you. he said six or eight. Yeah, yeah. It was a number that just doesn't even make sense. I actually saw a Snapchat today. He had a... Uh, <laughs> oh, cur- no. He, he oh, had no. uh, three, three pre-workout cans. He's like, tell me not to do it. I didn't even comment. I'm like, dude, if you do all, in my mind, I'm like, if I did all three of those, like, I'd have to go to the hospital. Yeah, legit, like, legitimately have to <laughs> yeah. go to the hospital. This is that's bad, dude. I mean, I'm all for it because Glenn really is a maniac and just seems to be built different. But yeah. like, at some point, I'm concerned. Yeah, like, <laughs> I really am. He shot out on a bang. I'm like, damn, man, that would tear, <laughs> that would tear me up. It would just hurt. Yeah. Like that can't be fun to shotgun either. He said he needs it. Hey man, if you think you need it, it's it's all mental at that point. Oh, I was thinking my coffee. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> same dude. I'm a couple coffees a day, maybe a Celsius on a day where I really need a kick. I'll snag a Celsius or something. Those ones are smooth though. Yeah, for sure. Zoa's good too. With the rocks, those are pretty good. What's that? The Zoa. I never even heard of that. Rock has like his own. <sighs> they're they're more flavor. It's not really carbonated. Oh okay, nice. It's more like a juice, but it's good. All right, yeah, that sounds awesome. I never even heard of that. That's sweet. Yeah. So the question I got then, I guess, is like, we're talking about you cross training all over the place. Are you going to, do you want to go to Stout in the math factory as well? Add them in. Like, are you going to be this guy who's just everywhere or? I don't really know anyone there. I never really reached out to them. I mean, you will after April for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They, they have some, they have some good fighters too. Patton, Julian. Yeah, dude. (laughs) There's, Uh, it's insane. Davis, like freaks. Yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of guy. And I mean, Isaac works with Bo Nickel and freaking Roman Bravo Young and guys yeah. of that level wrestling are in there regularly. So right. just nuts. I know Ethan Goss is actually going to Matt Factory, like finish it. He finishes his camps there and goes there on the weekends and stuff. So it's yeah, the I amount never, of talent's nuts. Never been there. But me and Kama, like, we talked about, like, whenever he fought the Cody Garbrandt fight. Yeah. He's like, man, that ruined the shit. And I'm like, yeah. I asked him why. And he's like, because, like, he brought up Isaac. I could have been training there, but at back then it was my mind like, oh, this is our gym. No one else come in. Blah 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 blah. Uh, yeah, so that that's kind of crazy because me and Ryan talk about that for sure. Because I I definitely know like, comma is very anti Pittsburgh versus Pittsburgh right. fights for sure, which I understand. And Isaac doesn't really like it either. I mean, you got the. Yeah. Indio style going on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But now we do have that little rivalry, which yeah. is fun, which is honestly for us, it's it's fun for sure. As long as it stays respectful, that's my thing. Like, I don't want our whole thing since we start, since I've been involved, right, is like building Pittsburgh MMA to the next level. We want to take this thing completely to the next level. We think the talent's here, the gyms are here, the interest is here. It's just a matter of continually building this thing. So that's right. what we want to do. I don't want to do anything that's going to compromise that, but. I do think like Lido versus Burrs is a perfect example to just take it to that next level. And I know we talked about like Lucas Siebert versus Tanner Cahill yeah, was, was in talk. So like there are moments I think where you can do it, but 
that's an interesting layer that you mentioned with Kama because I never heard him say that of like now I feel like I can't work there because it was Cody versus Dom. Right, right. Yeah. Which honestly, it makes sense, man. There's a lot, like we said, there's a lot yeah. riding on this, a lot of loyalty, a lot of freaking literal blood, sweat, and tears in those rooms. Yeah. I mean, at first, when I started cross-training, I was kind of I was kind of stressing about that. Like, how do people feel that I'm from a different gym? Mm-hmm. But no one really said anything. That's no. cool, man. And and I definitely hope it stays that way because, like I said, we I just had Miguel. I was just talking to Miguel Francisco in here, and he cross-trains all over the place. I think it's genuinely beneficial for guys to do that, but I also think like if you've got your spot, you've got your spot. Like there's right. guys who are just India guys or stout guys or whatever. Right. And that's cool too. We see that all the way up to the UFC level. Mm-hmm. Guys like you're an ATT guy. Maybe not the best <laughs> maybe not the best yeah. example because they they have like separate divisions and world class coaches in every single discipline that you could want. But like right. yeah, I mean there is that mindset of like this is my gym and I'm dedicated to them. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm definitely dedicated to like any gym I really go to, but I'll, India's probably my favorite right now. Oh, he said it. Yeah. Now they're not going to let you back in at the Academy or yeah. Culver, dude. They're going to just kick you out. Kama's my dude. He <laughs> we, 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 he's my guy. <laughs> You're going to show up and they're going to be like, why, yeah. why don't you just go see Danilo if you like him so much? No, no dude, just, I'm just kidding, obviously. He's just down to earth. Good, yeah. Just a good dude, man. And he's so knowledgeable. He really is. He really is, man. Like, like I said, the stuff he taught me is like, man, uh, I feel feel bad now on the ground, you know, like, wait, they use this shit. But. Dude, I'm super excited to see it. I know Timbo has been putting in work from what I've seen on his Facebook and everything. He's been right. really getting after it. He learned a lot from that loss, which is a, which is awesome to see. Like, I love seeing guys who take a loss and Ryan and I, the, the owner, Ryan and I talk about it all the time of like, there's a lot of one and done amateur mm-hmm. fighters where they lose one and they just never come back. They they think it's not for them. Right. Timbo was like the exact opposite. He lost one and he was like, "Well, I know exactly what I need to work on now. I can't wrestle." <laughs> He's right. like, "Gonna wrestle a whole lot before this next fight." So, yeah. that's awesome. Like that's really cool to see. I'm excited to see how your career pans out. Obviously, you've got to me, you've got the makings. Like I said, I I thought I assumed you were like consulting with somebody because I'm like he's literally doing all the right things. <laughs> like this is awesome yeah. to see. So it's cool, man. It's really exciting to see you getting after it, and we're excited to watch you put on a show, brother, for sure. Man, appreciate it. But I definitely, I don't know. I don't want to say I'm talking shit, but <laughs> you can talk shit. We're, <laughs> we're here for that. Timbo's probably here for that too. He probably yeah, loves it. I mean. He better be ready. That's all I'm saying. Nice. That that's what we like to hear. I'm I've been trying to think. So like, the bout order isn't set yet, and I need to I need to look at that for sure. I've been toying with the idea of kicking off with you two. How how would you feel about that if you guys had to set the stage? Oh, all day. <laughs> We're ready to go. Because here my reasoning is is a few layers. I'll tell you like some things we look for. Mm. Obviously, the fight being exciting. First and foremost, we want to start the show with a literal bang. We want to, and I know Timbo's all about that life. I already knew it before I talked to you, but after talking to you, I feel three times as confident about it that you're about that life. So the the fight's going to be awesome. But also, you've both sold some tickets, and you've sold a decent amount of tickets. And I feel like there's still some people in your comments and stuff that oh, yeah. haven't bought yet that will still come. So yeah. I want like the crowd to be into it. I want the fight to be good. 
And I just want to start things off with a bang because that card is so sick that like I just oh, want no. I just want the momentum, you know, to just build and build. I mean, I'm ready for the first fight. Nice. That's what I like to hear. We'll 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 take care of business. Might have to go with that. Might have to go with that, ladies and gentlemen. So if you've listened to James Stevenson and you're interested in seeing him fight, it is April fifteenth, Brawlenberg sixteen at the Hollywood Casino at the Meadows. Tickets are available at two four seven fighting.com. When you check out I'm going to put the camera back on James. <laughs> when you check out, choose James's name so he gets credit for that. And all of his training, all this cross-training he's talking about costs money. They're not just oh, letting yeah. him in because they like him. Like no. you got to pay for these. you got to pay for a private with Danilo. I'm not going to release what I've spent. But <laughs> it made me... Every dollar was worth it. And like I said... The fifteenth, you you guys will see when the cage closes. You'll see why. Yep. I love I love that dude. Well, we're super excited. Like I said, go get tickets, go support him. We'll see you guys at the Meadows. Tickets are legitimately selling out very fast. So if you guys want to be there, highly recommend getting your seat ASAP and doing that. So we'll see you there, James. Thanks for All stopping right. in, dude. This has been awesome, brother. Thank you, man. For sure.